Welcome to Sapphic Survival Guide, where we're queer to answer your questions. My name is Cheyenne. I'm Gina. And I'm Sev. Class is now in session. Today, our topic is sex toys. Yeah, and I think lesbians are well-versed in sex toys, but people who aren't a part of the Sapphic community, I think, are kind of confused about what happens in the bedroom. So we expected (laughs) a lot of questions on this particular topic. Oh, yeah, this is a fun one. For sure. Yeah. It's uh, particularly interesting for me because I used to work for a sex toy company to see like oh. what questions people have. Yeah. Our uh, educator. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, a little bit, please. Cheyenne used to have, you know, those shoe rack organizers on the back of your, uh, like for the back of your door? Yes. All sex toys. Work. Amazing. Because she worked for the company. So she always was getting them because she had to like see how they worked and stuff. So she just had this shoe rack and now I use the shoe rack for my shoes. <laughs> for actual shoes? Or yes, no, it it's was, literally uh, for my shoes. It's actually it was a really nice shoe rack. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, one of the first questions that we got about sex toys was what percentage of lesbians use the strap regularly? Um, I got some research from autostraddle.com, which is like, I don't want to say it's like the queer BuzzFeed because like that's like doing them a little bit dirty, Uh, but there's like a lot of articles and stuff on there. The research that they used is not only from lesbians. There was like everyone on the uh, sexual spectrum on there, Oh, Um, but what what percentage do you both think use the strap regularly? Did it define regularly? Like it did not weekly kind of thing? No. I guess, all right, well, taking mm-hmm. that into account, uh, regularly, I'm going to guess 50%. I was going to say about 60. Yeah, 60. Like half the time. For receiving, it's just about 50%. Woo! And giving is a little bit over 50%, maybe like 52%, it looks like. Oh. And that's out of like 3,600-ish people. Oh. Um, and this survey is from 2018, I believe. Wow. I feel yeah. like I'm so yeah. proud of myself. I feel like I'm curious to know those numbers now if that was from 2018 because I feel like within the last couple of years there's been kind of like a, a surge of pandemia coming sex out. toys. Yeah with the pandemic and like just I've seen a lot of people talk about them online and well you so know. does that mean that you both own sex toys and strap-ons like what do you have are you okay with answering that? Yeah, I, I, I will. But so if you want to go first, mm-hmm. your answer will be. Able yeah, to- you said you had so much mine's stuff, a bit- Cheyenne. <laughs> mine's a bit quicker. Um, <laughs> Cheyenne used to work for a company that sold sex toys. And because of this, I got the rabbit. Mm-hmm. And then I have this one that like goes in your underwear. I don't know. Are we going into details? Because there's yeah, so many. Yeah. yeah. I've just, there, there's like one that as goes much in your as underwear you with like a button. And they sent it to me to test out, but I was like, well, I'm, I don't have a partner. So oh, someone else is supposed to I, use yeah, the button. So who am I giving mm. this button to? Um, and then I also have one that a friend gave to me because they used it once and hated it. So then they boiled it and gave it to me, but I have not used it. <laughs> um, is that, can- it was, I do, I don't use it, but she boiled it and gave it to me. So <laughs> Huh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So your rabbit's your favorite then? I know we're going to get into that a little bit. That's a good one. The rabbit is a, it's a good one. (laughs) 
<laughs> just end I'm not there. I'm personally not like a rabbit fan just because I'm not really big into like penetrative sex yeah um of any kind but I'm working on that in uh pelvic floor physical therapy so maybe someday I'll be a rabbit lover hmm. um my number one go-to is like the most uh powerful wand <laughs> massager that you can get. I've had that since I was 19. I was going to ask also both of you uh, when you got your first toy, when we were talking about how there's been like a boom in toys since mm-hmm. like 2018-ish. But yeah, I've had mine since I was 19. I'm 27. So I've had mine a while. She's uh, <laughs> old faithful, has outlasted every relationship I've been in. But <laughs> um, yeah, then because I used to work for the sex toy company and because I do influencer marketing, yeah. I've gotten toys sent to me for free. So I have like internal, external vibrators, um, ones for using with partners. I have dildos. I have mm-hmm. butt plugs. I have uh, anal beads. I have rope. I have Cheyenne has I have a, <laughs> she has a, um, pocket pussy oh yeah I have a pocket pussy not of Um, much use for a person without a penis but like it was very fun for us to play with in our living room one day tossing it back and forth very squishy it's like a stress ball oh my god that's so funny (laughs) I have a sex toy that doubles as a lamp like you like put it on that one's so cool as a lamp yeah I have some fun Mm. ones I had one that my ex just found at her house and like texted me and asked me if I wanted it I was like no I don't want that but it's, it's like on a necklace and it looks like a necklace but it's actually like a vibrator Oh, um, I've seen that. Some cool ones out there. Yeah. Don't yeah, you have one that's new? in a scrunchie too? I do. Yeah, that's a new yeah. one that I got. Um, nice for you know on the go. You <laughs> know <laughs> what about you? What do you have? When did you first get your first toy? Um, so I'm not a big toy person, not because like uh, I'm like against it, but I find them overstimulating mm. and I don't really need a vibrator and I don't also really do penetrative I don't really do penetration and so there's nothing that I want to vibrate or go inside me which I feel like yeah. knocks out a lot of sex toys yeah. so my um these people that I am I, oh god I don't want to call them my friends because they're <laughs> fucking cunts but um people I, <laughs> People I knew in sorry, people I knew in college, they tried to give me, um, I guess it was just a vibrator and they were so shocked that I didn't want to use it because they were like, you're so sex positive. Like, what are you talking about? But I was just like, it's, it's too much and it's not enjoyable. Like my hand is all that I need for me. <laughs> If but, it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. <laughs> but I like using toys on other people. And so most of the toys that I have, I really got with my girlfriend in the past year and a half. And mm-hmm. she has a bunch of vibrators that she had before me or bought recently or whatever that we've used. But this buying, I think this a strap was the first sex toy, I would say, that I owned. And we have a couple because, you know, you got to have one too big, too small, just right. We call it, like, we <laughs> yeah. had to get like our Goldilocks stick. So in the 50 50 range of how often you use it regularly. Like we use it, but I don't know if we could say regularly, like we don't use it every time, but like it comes out every month. Right. Yeah. Cause if we're just doing like a quickie and like, you know, before I got to go to work or before whatever, like we're not going to get everything out and do the whole Mm -hmm. thing, but it's super fun. Another question we got was, do I need to own a strap? So I'm going to assume that you're in the party of no, you don't need to own that. 
I think it depends. I don't, do you need to? Not necessarily. I actually, I like it and it's really fun. And if we had more time, we would use it more. It's more of like a life logistics thing than anything, but it's certainly fun. It depends on what your vibe is. Like, do you have top energy? Are you trying to like, I don't know. It's really (laughs) fun. One of the questions was asking if it's fun, if you're out of shape, and fear of being bad. I mean, yes, using the strap is really fun, but oh man, is it so sexy to watch somebody ride the strap? Oh yes, my fucking yeah. God. Yeah. Agreed. And if you're out of shape, like that's the best way to use it. I think just lay on your back and have someone on top of you. Uh, I was in the hospital for a little bit. So, you know, my legs aren't like back to where they were. I don't feel like right. I have like the, the uh, top energy that I used to have <laughs> literally energy. Um, but yeah, yeah, I feel like riding is a good way to do it. If you're out of shape or even like spooning would be a nice way to do it. Mm-hmm. There are definitely other options. Like it doesn't have to be like doggy style or missionary or anything. Yeah. Like, I feel like so much of sex, unfortunately, is like surrounded on what we see in porn and so Mm -hmm. even I think prior to ever using the strap I was like thinking it took more energy than it actually does like you don't really need to do you're not this you don't need to do all that it's not a whole workout yeah you're not like literally going to pound town every time I mean I guess if that's really what they want but that's not the only way to do it Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it definitely can be tiring, I think, but it doesn't have sex to can always be. be. Yeah, yeah. Sex can be in general. And I agree with what you said earlier. I don't think it's necessary to own a strap. It's like a nice little fun treat if like you or your partner is into penetration, but it's not like a necessity. Like we have fingers, we have tongue, you know, you got toes, you can get some <laughs> hair in there. I don't know. Like you have options. You got a lot of, you got a lot of things. <laughs> so Cheyenne's kinky. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. So we've learned so far today. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So another question we got is what's the best way to start off with with a partner? Like I know you said that you started off with a strap on. I started off with a wand, but would you say that's the best thing for someone that's new? I feel like for a partner, it would depend on how your partner receives pleasure, how you both receive and give pleasure. Mm -hmm. Because if neither of you are into penetration, why would you buy a penetrative toy? You know, like maybe then you don't need to go to buy a strap. I would go buy a vibrator or vice versa. So like, I think it's kind of a case by case. You need to talk about what you want, what you want to explore, what you are and are not open to trying. And, you know, it's a continual conversation. It's part of the whole thing too. Like you got to know your body before Mm -hmm. you like do stuff. So you got to like know what you like, especially before like, if you can't love, if you can't love yourself, yourself, how are you going to love somebody else? Or let someone else love you. Yeah, exactly. No, my thought. Yeah, that's kind of my thought. But it's like, if you don't know how to, you know, work your own parts, how are you going to help somebody else work your parts? Actually, that's so funny you say that because the first girl I ever had sex with, I was I was like nervous. And I said, like, you're going to need to tell me what to do. And she was like, just do to me what you do to yourself. That's yeah, that's Mm -hmm. which I think I think can be good advice. Mm But I don't do penetration to myself and penetration is what she wanted. And Mm -hmm. so I don't know that that's always maybe that's a good, okay place to start. But for me, it it opened up my mind of like, whoa, what I'm doing to myself and what I'm letting men do to me, two totally different things. Yeah. Yeah, And you have to. 
you have to be able to communicate that, especially like if you're starting out. So for me, I've never used a toy with a partner. So I got those specific toys based on a survey I'd filled out. And that's how I got to know like which one I liked and which one I didn't. But then also with a partner, have that conversation, make sure that you know what they're into. You guys yeah. go to the store together be like, oh, this looks fun. Or yeah. This doesn't look as fun. You know, can like- I ask you a question, Sam? Yeah. How do you think you'd feel about like bringing up that conversation about using a toy with a partner? Like, would, would that be scary to you? Is there anything that you think um, a partner could say to you to, the, to make it like less scary if they were to bring it up? Just yeah, like- I think how I'd bring it up or how I'd want someone to bring it up. I'm pretty blunt as a person. I remember I've had this conversation with somebody about like being a little more open with stuff. Mm-hmm. And it kind of was just like, you want to yeah. try something? Just tell me. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all it really needs to be. But that's just because I'm blunt. And I'm just like, I just want you to come to me and tell me what you want to do. And then I'll tell you if I'm into it or not. And then yeah, we I can go like from there. Mm-hmm. Some people see, and I wanted to generalize this and say men, but I, I was going to non-men who feel this way, but they like see sex toys as competition. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And like, I don't want to say like, it oh, is- queer people, queer women, non-binary people like don't see it that way but that's not true like I definitely have an ex who like was mad whenever I'd pull out my vibrator because that's what I need to orgasm yeah and they'd be like you have your vibrator like you just want to fuck that not me and I'm like no like I want you to use it on me like that not when you're here a yeah. vibrator is your friend that's exactly what that my is sister says for any person my I don't know my sister flat out says to her don't, friend's husband don't call me out for this is your friend too. not your competition this is your friend that's so let me just say it as the one here that yeah. is actively yeah. like with men, uh, men start using them, please. All two of you yeah. are this podcast. <laughs> That's yeah, so no, I agree. It's your teammate. It's your teammate. Why and would you not want sex to be good? Like you're yeah. still doing it. Even if you're incorporating yeah. something like there, like literally adding it just makes it more like, okay. It's like so, sprinkles on top of the ice cream. Like, yeah, the like ice cream's so good without it. It's just yeah. like a little extra. Listen, <laughs> some people with vaginas literally cannot get off from penetrative sex. Me. It's super, Me. it's, yeah. two it's right here. super common. It happens way more than you think it does. And sometimes, like, okay, let's get down to logistics here. I think mm-hmm. this is already a TMI episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if you're going to town, and I'm using the example of, like, somebody penetrating another person you are going to town and you're on top of them say you're in missionary and then you're also having to stick your hand down there like to simulate the clip that is a little bit extra work where you could just be holding something yeah Mm -hmm. instead of just like moving your fingers sometimes people just need a little extra a little extra gas in the tank you know they need a little something something yep so more often than you think that is something that people want and it's just easier yeah you know how you said some people don't come from penetrative sex? Mm-hmm. I have a confession that I need to make. If you are a man who's had sex with me and you're listening to this, I'm sorry to have to tell you this, but I have faked um, every orgasm. <laughs> I have faked Stop, I was gonna every ask. orgasm that I ever penetratively had with you. There are no exceptions. So if you're like, she's not talking about me. Yes, I am. I know that there are so many of you who are going to think you're the exception. You weren't. And that I am a wonderful actress. 
I'm sorry. I am sorry. That was not the right thing for either of us. I would do it differently, but I need you to know right now that is the truth. Um, y'all should have baited me out more. <laughs> I'm giggling because I also have. And I, I remember it. one time an ex of mine was like, when we like have sex, you get off, right? It's like, yeah, sometimes. And he was like, sometimes he was so upset. And I was like, you thought I was every time? Maybe if you would have prioritized your pleasure more, it would have been every time, but. (laughs) Okay, well, so (laughs) that was very much like a lot of quickies as a relationship. So it was a little more difficult. I'm I'm difficult to please. So I, I wasn't, it wasn't like I was upset. But it was just like every time. Yeah, like, I'm not oh. difficult to please. You, I need you to lick in one area for 10 minutes and it's going to happen. And guess I've what? Some, a lot of men of didn't want to do that to me. I think like yeah. I fucked like over like probably. Like, oh, my God. I don't know who's listening to this episode. <laughs> I don't care. I whatever. I've yeah, I've fucked a lot of men and I think two of them ate me out. Wow, and not to completion. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, I might be. It might be four, but it's not. That's not even twenty five percent. Wait, can I tell you something? It might make you a little jealous. Sure. One time, my ex boyfriend ate me out for forty five minutes straight. I do a lot of and I still did orgasm forty five minutes. Oh my god, I still did orgasm. I've never faked an orgasm either. Like I will let them know. Good for you. I've definitely okay. I I stand by that. I mean, I have definitely (laughs) faked it before but like for years I did I can't eat I'm yeah I've definitely faked it before what were your reasons just like get it over with faster is that Um, the main reason I think I thought I was weird for not being able to come oh no mine was just like ow (laughs) mine was like (laughs) mine was like we have been going for so long and nothing's happening yeah so I just need this to be over see I feel like that's how you know that you are both like attracted to men in some capacity. Cause for me, I did not care about their feelings. I did not care. I was like, I'll get off me. Stop. We're done. Like I wasn't yeah, like, oh, mine was I'm like, orgasming. we're done. Like I was like, no, this hurts. Bye. <laughs> like, yeah. My, you. I mean, I liked the connection of sex. I don't mm-hmm. know. I got, there was a lot I was getting out of it that weren't orgasms, which is yeah. kind of why I was having sex with men in the first place. I get that. No, like for me, it's not it sounds annoying, but like, it sounds weird, but it's like, it's not, a, I, if I don't, but I still have fun. It's okay. Yeah. I don't think that's like, I still weird. had fun. It's not weird at all. I think that's yeah. it. like, I don't think orgasm should be the end goal. I think pleasure. I think what, I don't want that pressure all the time. Right. Yeah. And that makes you I less think likely it, to orgasm if you have that pressure on it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important to work towards it. Like if you're actively not even trying, then it's like, okay. Yeah. But yeah. going back into toys, y'all, it can happen a lot more times if you just get over the ego and accept them into your life yeah so, yep so one okay. of our other questions which i don't think i can actually answer this but i think cheyenne you can um again bringing it back to more toy stuff the only sex toys i have is in my current relationship never with an ex and so mm-hmm. if a, a question if a verse couple buys a strap together what happens if they break up is it a shared custody situation 
Um, what do you do with toys after a sh- situationship ends, a short one? So you've you just mentioned, I think, that you have exes that had toys and stuff. Mm-hmm. How do you handle it? Yeah, so those toys, I think I let my ex keep, like, one of the toys because, you know, they were mine. Um, but, like, also I don't like penetration, so a lot of them do go unused. And then the people I've been with since then haven't really wanted to use those toys that my ex has used. I think I used right. one of them. And I did put a condom on it, which is another question we got is should I use condoms for straps for hygiene purposes? That is a very good way to reuse a sex toy because, you know, there's not really a way to like recycle them. Like you can't just like give them away. Like it's just (laughs) Mm -hmm. kind of a waste of plastic essentially. Um, Mm -hmm. I have read before a really good like theory that someone had about sex toys was that the person if it's like one person that's being penetrated, obviously if it's a verse couple, it's a little different, but mm-hmm. if it's one person being penetrated or if you're, you have situationships and you're usually like the bottom, you're usually the one receiving penetration to bring your own strap for them to use mm-hmm. on you rather than that person having one and having to get a new one every single time. Or yeah. it's like if it were their penis, they would you know, just put a condom on or you would just like get STI tested and move on. Yeah. But people- Feel like you have to throw straps away when you use them with someone else and I don't know if it's also mm-hmm. partially that like emotional connection thing like you got that with this other mm. person and then you're using mm-hmm. it with me whereas like when you have like a flesh penis you don't have that op- it was like people with actual dicks are reusing it all the time right. yeah. yeah yeah exactly um so I think what I read that that person said to you know bring your own that way you yeah. can just reuse it all the time on yourself is a good idea it's like, more sustainable Yes. Um, I put a, I put a condom on a dildo once and my ex got very mad at me and was like, why the fuck would you do that? And I was like, we didn't go pick out a dildo together. Like you knew I have like sex toys and you said like, I could use it on you. I'm being like courteous to you by, you know, wrapping it up. Cause it was in someone else. Yeah. Why, why get mad weird? when you're trying yeah. to do the right and safe right. thing? Yeah. Yeah. I think people yeah. are str- strange about it, Yeah, but it happens. But I, I think guess. that also leads into a question of cleaning. What's the best way to clean? Like, what's the best way to clean a sex toy? Yeah. I was going to make a meme about this recently. I haven't made it yet, but I like was cleaning the dildo after using it on my girlfriend. And I was like, wow, true love is cleaning your lover's blood off of the dildo after sex. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I haven't made it into a meme yet. No one steal it. I'm going to oh. do it before this episode comes out so I can. Uh, I was going to say it'll probably be out by the time this episode is. Most yeah. of the time, wherever you go to buy your sex toy, they will also have cleaning products there. Mm-hmm. The people there are usually well-versed mm-hmm. in the topics. So if you're not Cheyenne and already have all of the knowledge, just ask them. But th- you can buy them together. You, sh- you can and should buy them together. I like yeah. um, like spray cleaners. You just like spray and like wipe it down with like a paper towel or, so- or a washcloth or something. Yeah. Um, and then also if I don't have that, I will use like unscented body wash that I have in the shower because mm-hmm. if it's going to go in someone's body, may as well use like that soap to clean it with. Don't yeah. put it in the dishwasher. Usually that's going to ruin it. Especially We've all seen that episode of Broad City. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If any of you shop at Target, the honeypot, like hoo-ha cleaners. Mm-hmm. That's a good, that's what I've used to clean mine in the past. It's like a foaming cleanser and it's made to go in that area. So it is safe. Just a nice unscented uh, cleanser that's like pH balanced apparently or something. So yeah, that's what I've used in the past. And going back to the condoms, if you're going to use it in um, different holes, definitely mm-hmm. use a condom and go mm. from butt Please. to get off. 
go to vagina. Don't go back and forth. Lots of That's bacteria. If you don't know that. Great. If point. you don't know that you are not supposed to, like you can't Double even dip. wipe, you can't even wipe back to front. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, please, don't, don't, please. That's a good reason to have condoms. I mean, I hope we don't have to go over basic hygiene things like that. I'm just, yeah. Well, I'm just. <laughs> uh, I'm begging. never know. Yeah, because like you literally like, never know. Yeah, just a, just a good reason to have condoms on deck when you're using a toy. I guess is if you Agreed. want to a little freaky. Not that that's that freaky, but you know. Yeah, could be yeah. for some people. If you want to go and get out there a little bit, explore some things. Just make sure you're doing it with hygiene in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we want to take a quick break and then come back and do the last few? Absolutely. Okay. Perfect. And we are back. Welcome back to our episode about sex toys. So Mm -hmm. our next question that we had, we were (laughs) going to go into, I love this one. Why is the average dildo way bigger than the average penis? I don't know that they all are. It depends. Cause like I said, I have like, you know, small, medium and large essentially and different ones for different moods. I have a theory on this. When uh-huh. I got this question, I started thinking about it. So like the average penis, five, six inches, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Some people like smaller, some people like bigger, yeah. like with a strap on or a dildo with a bigger one, you have the option to use the whole thing. You have an option to just, you know, stop it halfway in, like, you don't have to go like the whole length of the dildo. So that's my theory is why they're a little bit bigger to give you the opportunity to, you know, use as little or as much of it as you want. That makes More sense. versatile. Yeah. 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 That's what, what I'm thinking. That's my theory. Yeah. No, I think that makes sense. <laughs> Do you think this question came from somebody with a penis who's like maybe. intimidated by <laughs> perhaps. And I think maybe part of it too is like, I feel like, I don't want to say it's like an obsession, but there is a thing about like, big dicks in society mm, and like true. people think that like people want big dicks as like because mm, yeah. of the porn industry and people think that that's what we want is like yep. just the largest thing inside of us and that's not yeah. true that's terrifying but I yeah but I think it definitely contributes to the way that sex toys are made because they think they're catering to that a larger audience by having it bigger it's also like making it a little bit more large than the average kind of gives them a leg up because of that they're like oh you can have sex with a regular penis so you can have sex with this <laughs> take your pick ladies i'm ladies. also Choose wondering if the uh question <laughs> comes from someone who's like why is the average dildo bigger if like biologically vaginas like the depth of it is also about five or six inches yeah. most people can't take like a full eight inches so yeah. I wonder if that's also where their thinking is coming from is like why is it bigger than like what our bodies naturally produce and naturally exactly right handle? do you have dildos <laughs> and strap-ons that are realistic looking because I no. don't like those no they, no veins a little oh. scary the veiny yeah. scary ones I don't know yeah, yeah. they're a bit a bit much yeah I the company that I was working for they took off all of the non-realistic dildos and only had 
like the realistic ones or ones that were like tentacles, which if that's like your cup of tea, like cool. Mm. But my girlfriend and I were going to order one from their company because, you know, she had never used one. And there were only options for like real dick or like a tentacle or like, like a, like a dragon tail or some, you know what I mean? Like there were between options and I didn't want either of those. I wanted something just like phallic shape, colorful, but cute. Fun. Yeah, exactly. No, fun. no testicles. Like I just, yes. like, you know, a pe- like a penetrative object. Like I could have just got a cucumber mm-hmm. at that point, I guess. But yeah, ours is just like pink. <laughs> yeah, no balls. One of the mm-hmm. questions specific to this are pride flag dildos tacky. And like, <laughs> does that mean like it has the pride flag as the color of the dick? Yes. Yeah. That's what I, I have one of those. I don't care if it's tacky. I don't, th- I don't think it's tacky. I had a rainbow one, which is fun. I have a lesbian flag one. I think they're yeah. fun. I don't think they're tacky. It's it's not tacky. It's going inside you. <laughs> yeah, then like, you can like see how many colors you make it to. It, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it doesn't like, I don't know. For me, it's like, I'm usually a fashion over function girly, but for this, it's <laughs> function over fashion. I don't care what, I don't like, okay. I don't like the real ones because they just like are weird to look at the real looking ones but like I don't care what color it is as long as it works (laughs) like yeah I'd rather it be cute and colorful than veiny and realistic and yeah fleshy and as long as it works I really am not that picky yeah I'm all right with a rainbow yeah I think it's only tacky if like they have like eight rainbow flags in their room and like are always wearing rainbow clothes and a rainbow like if it's like excessive and it's like we get it you're gay like their personality trait their main personality trait is I am rainbow it's yeah. a bit much and I love color but, I was pretty heavy yeah. on rainbows when I first came out but I also didn't have a dildo then so yeah <laughs> yeah so I feel like it could like easily go into tax or not even easily I think you'd have to try really hard to make it go into tacky territory and I'm sure some people do think that's tacky but uh, none of does it feel good tacky. you know yeah then who yeah. cares if it's tacky yeah exactly who bedazzle that shit it? add some <laughs> yeah. feathers oh yeah feathers oh my god like you know the ones with like the tail hanging off the end I was gonna say just like like the the tail oh my lord are those real because if not we should make them I don't think so they definitely have ones with tails and different things coming out I know know the butt plugs with the tails but I'm talking a peacock peacock plume (laughs) a peacock plume butt plug okay no one steal that idea we're patenting it yeah <laughs> and it can be rainbow it, it can like so fix survival up. toys <laughs> yes well another question that we got do you have any experience with long distance sex toys and i know I we just not. did our long distance episode no. but yeah yeah we talked about it in the long distance episode i don't have any experience with it from what i've seen they're usually pretty expensive um, which goes yeah. into another question we got is how much money do people spend on toys which it could obviously be a huge range. Um, I have no experience with the long distance toys, but I would definitely use one. Yeah, because I know that there are similar toys to like how we were talking about the touch bracelets and Cheyenne, you had mentioned there was a toy or something. I was talking earlier about the one that I had gotten sent to me. I was just going to add a remote. Yeah, how far uh, can the, the remote the, go? The remote probably wouldn't work long distance, but there are probably some with like an app or something. There are, there are. Yeah, so uh, there are ones with like an app that would work long distance instead of remotely. There are like penis molds that people will make. Have <laughs> you ever heard oh, of that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, they'll make a penis mold. There are their vagina ones. They did that on the other, girls yeah. next door. And you can do, yeah. yeah, and you can do a vagina. I actually learned of it from the girls and next door boobs. when I was a child. I saw a TikTok recently. <laughs> recently where this girl had her mouth molded 
Ah, it was like a flashlight, like a mouth thing. Yeah, it was interesting. interesting. Yeah, Yeah. if you've got money, you can do a lot of things. Yeah, you obviously can bring toys into a long distance relationship Mm -hmm. via like FaceTime phone sex, sex or yeah. FaceTime sex or whatever. Ah, uh, Zoom sex, partner. very, yeah. very uh, professional. <laughs> very 2020. <laughs> so that could definitely be, instead of having to splurge on these long distance toys that are like, I'm pressing the button to make you feel it. There's yeah. right. there could be so much money. I feel like a lot yeah. of those ones are closer to like $200. And like a, yeah. for a lot of people, that's not feasible to spend on a sex toy. Yeah. Well, you had said the question. The last, yeah, I was going to say looping how, back to that one. Yeah. How much money do people spend on sex toys? I feel like it varies because there's people who it's they're like sex toy connoisseurs and that's like they dedicate like, like you huge okay, <laughs> it's different for me but they like dedicate like a huge chunk of their budget to that versus people who like get one and stick with it for years like I said the one that I use a lot is one that I've had since I was 19 yeah what's the most because I feel like we can't really answer that because it, de- it depends on the person but what's the most yeah. you would vote the what's the most that you would spend on a toy I mean, the straps we bought were like 30 to $45 each. And then you have to have something like some sort of harness, which we do like the underwear that it's like boxer briefs. kind of. They're way more comfortable and easier to just slip on. And those were probably also like $35. The cleaning stuff was probably $20. So that it does kind of add up. Also, we have holders like silk holders what am I trying like what do I call okay pieces <laughs> they were like a pack of three for twelve dollars it was yeah, okay, not like, bougie okay, but <laughs> they yeah it sounds bougier than it is you're like I have sure. fur lined fur lined cases for my they are kept <laughs> in glass displays yeah. no yeah um no there we have a dick box <laughs> under my bed and um it has our dicks in different like bags yeah so my cap is probably like 60 ish 50 60 yeah Uh, and that's like if I saw it and I was like I need to have this otherwise mm. yeah I typically when I buy yeah when I buy anything big I or like expensive quote-unquote I typically think like how many times would I have to use it or wear it or whatever to make it it to be one dollar per use so if it's sixty dollars are you going to use the toy 60 times because if so Mm -hmm. you paid a dollar per use and that I think is is worth it if you're like no I would use this a couple times and then again well you're paying like thirty dollars a use maybe not worth it you know that's kind of how I budget things. yeah I do that Which too. I'm yeah, horrible with money makes sense I'm so bad with money but yeah. I do that because it does make sense I think that sex toys are an investment they are for they sure there's something that you're gonna use for a while you can use with like multiple people like mm-hmm. I don't know like a sex swing would be a really cool investment I would love oh. to use one of those yeah like things like that that like you I'm know, too clumsy I feel like I'd fall out I think it'd be worth it I'd, be, I'd just be scared that I'd like fall off of it or something. Like, yeah, do you consider know. other things like blindfolds, handcuffs? Do you consider them like sex toys or like sex accessories? I feel or... like they're like accessories. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I think it just depends because there are like even like these little like pinwheel type things with like razors that you can like move. Oh, like, my girlfriend would want bodies. that for sure. Yeah. Or like things that you can like basically lightly like taser yourself with. And like that's oh not God. like a traditional like toy. It's like oh it's like an execution toy. But oh like, wow! Some might see that as like an accessory to use with the other toys, or some people might see that as a toy itself. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's interesting. It's all kind of under the same umbrella. 
Yeah, I don't for sure. Yeah. Sex is so fun. <laughs> it is. We love sex. This has been a fun episode. Oh yeah. So we're gonna um, we're gonna give a little bit of a blurb on the Patreon where we're gonna actually shout out specific toys that we use. And so if you're feeling like you want a little bit more, you should probably subscribe there to uh, get some of that exclusive content. Heck yeah. Once you're done listening to this, go over onto our Instagram and like talk to us about your favorites. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, we want (laughs) to hear from you. We want to know what questions also that you want answered. So you should absolutely be following us on all social media at Sapphic Survival Guide, except for Twitter, which is just at Sapphic Survival. Uh, I mentioned the Patreon. That's going to be patreon.com slash Sapphic Survival Guide. You can DM any of any of our socials or any of our personal socials. Or you can send us an email, sapphicsurvivalguide at gmail.com. And if you're liking the podcast, make sure to rate and leave us a review. You know, shout us out. Let us know how you're loving it so far. Yeah. And for um, social media, you can find me at Gina Finio on Instagram, at Bisexual Gina on TikTok. You can go to my website, GinaFinio.com. And if you're a Jersey Shore fan, you can fist pump your way over to Um Hello, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah. And if you want to follow me, I'm Sev. You can follow me at seven months on Twitter. Uh, that's all spelled out. S-E-V-E-N-M-U-N-S. Um, Instagram, I am seven dot months again. All spelled out and TikTok. I am lucky. And you can follow me, Cheyenne, at Hot Mustian on pretty much any social media platform you can think of. And class is now dismissed. Oh, yeah. <laughs>